Hello, hello, hello. Um, welcome to today's episode of the Sprint Vision Podcast. I am your host, RJ Tucker. I'm going to be doing this by myself as my co-host is unable to do this with me. So let's have a good episode. There are um, a lot of things happened in the NFL this past week. And 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 I would like to talk about them. Let's first start with the uh, Ravens and Patriots game. Um, the Ravens ended up winning 37 to 26. It was at home in Foxborough. It was it was a really good game to watch. It was a really good game to pay attention to. Um, this will start out as a Lamar Jackson fan club because Lamar Jackson is having an MVP year. Um, he has accounted for 87% of the Ravens' offense, which is better than his 2019 year, which, if you remember, he won MVP that year. He's he, at, at the end of week three, he has scored 12 total touchdowns by himself, 10 throwing, two rushing. 12 total touchdowns by himself. And why am I over-exaggerating this? Because those 12 touchdowns are better than 30 of the 31 other NFL teams. Lamar, by himself, is a better offensive weapon, is a better offense than 30 other NFL teams. The only team they didn't beat are the Detroit Lions, who scored as many touchdowns as Lamar. Lamar is killing it this year. He wants his bag. He wants his contract. And and the Ravens are going to have to give him a blank check at this point. You cannot let someone who was killing like that just walk. You just can't do that. Um, and I hope and I hope Lamar and the Ravens get this situated this offseason because he cannot leave. The city of Baltimore, I know, will fall down the face of the earth if they just let if the Ravens let Lamar walk. Um, I, uh, in another bit of news with this game, J.K. Dobbins is back. J.K. Dobbins, um, who tore his ACL, MCL, uh, meniscus, and had a hamstring tear. Yes, all that. After a preseason game against the Washington, at the time, football team. Um, I was at that game. I saw that injury happen live. It was not cool to watch. He is back finally. He only had nine touches. He really wasn't that big of a factor, but um, but he was able to. But but the fact that he's back can complement that Ravens offense. Um, because we because other than Lamar, the running backs that the Ravens have had just not been producing at all. They can just stack the box and then just force Lamar to throw it. And that's not to, that's not a future success of this Ravens team. I do not see the Ravens doing anything in the playoffs if that's how they're going to run their team. You can't have Lamar do everything. So with J.K. coming back, hopefully this will be a um, this will be a good time to for this offense to start rolling again. Mark Andrews is always going to be a weapon. They have Duvernay. Um, Death Duvernay as a receiver. Hopefully their line can block. And um, and the Ravens are going to be a really good team this year. The Patriots, 
Um, they're actually close. The reason why I called the Patriots to win last week, or no, I'm wrong for this, is because I thought the Patriots can make this a close game and Bill Belichick can scheme up something to at least stop, get one stop, one stop, for them to come back and win it in a Nick Folk field goal. I, that's what I thought was going to happen. That did not happen. It was 14-3 Ravens at half. And then after the half, these are the ending results for the Patriots drives. Touchdown, punt, interception, touchdown, interception, fumble, interception. Their last three drives ended in, 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 in a turnover. And um, and the cause of the fumble was Nelson Aguilar, by the way. He got a pass from Mac Jones, and it was stripped. It was stripped. Kyle Hamilton stripped it away from him. You're not winning games turning it over three straight times to end the game. You just cannot do that. Um, and and um, and it and it really doesn't help the fact that. The Ravens are the the Patriots defense are trying to stop the Ravens offense and they just can't because the because the Patriots offense is giving giving the Ravens good position with their turnovers. The last three, sorry, the three drives prior to the end of the game drive that the Ravens had, it was a fumble, a punt, and a touchdown. With the touchdown. With, with the touchdown, the Patriots were only on the field for three plays. So the defense didn't get rest at all. With the interception, they're only there for six plays. Five plays, punt, seven plays, touchdown. So so Bill Belichick's gonna have to do some coaching up to make sure that this team is ready for the game, which they're going to be mostly without Mac Jones. He had a severe high ankle sprain. He was seen being carried to the locker room. Get well soon. Get well. Brian Hoyer will be the next quarterback. Uh, the Patriots, I didn't. I thought they were going to be third in the division to begin with, and I think this injury just solidifies that. I don't think they're better than the Dolphins, and they're definitely not better than the Bills. But – um. That's that's it for my opinion for the Ravens Patriots. Um, the next game I want to talk about is that of sleeper Sunday night game, Broncos against the 49ers in Denver. Um, the Broncos won by a score of 11 and 10. The Broncos scored the field goal, safety. And a touchdown that with a mixed extra with a mixed miss two point conversion. This game had no offense. Um, and at one point, and at one point, we saw the punters more than we saw each team's respective quarterbacks, like Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, this game was all defense, all defense, all defense. If you love, um, the back-in-the-day teams without the big hits. This is your game because that's what they were doing all day. Just defense, defense, defense. Um, 
this solidifies the fact of two things, one for each team. For the Broncos, they have a long ways to go if they want to be a good team. They have the pieces. They have Russell Wilson. They have Cortland Sutton. They have Jerry Judy. They have Javante Williams. They have Melvin Gordon. They have a decent enough tight end whose name I'm not going to pronounce. It's an African name. I'm just, I'm just going to call him Alberto. But their offense cannot. They just don't have continuity. It's a new offense. I get that. Russell Wilson's in a new system for the first time in, in so long because he spent his entire career with Seattle. I think I think he spent nine years in Seattle. I, I, I that's me without doing the research. Um, actually, no, 10, 10, 10, because he got drafted in 2012. It was he spent nine years in Seattle, he was drafted in 2012, and then his first year in his first year in Denver in 2022. So nine years, nine years. That's well, ten years, ten years. But that's crazy. It's just crazy to see Russell Wilson in a new uniform, but you gotta also but we gotta also realize that this offense is, isn't clicking. And they're two and one mostly because of the defense. Um against Seattle, their defense stopped them. Their defense stopped Seattle. This this defense made the game against Seattle close, but the offense just couldn't score. In the week two game against Houston, the offense did what they can do, but the the, the defense did what they can do, but the offense still was struggling. Same thing here. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett has to do some better coaching. And hopefully, and hopefully his teaching happens something happens and becomes effective. I can see a, this Denver team being a good second half team. If their offense and their defense can keep them intact, their offense will catch up enough to where they can where they can catch up, where they can do something and potentially make playoffs. But especially since they're second in the division. But uh well, they're tied first. But um they have to start doing they have to start moving that ball and just make better decisions. The offense has got to just do better. And seeing Russell Wilson struggle like this isn't not something we're used to seeing. The let Russ cook jokes in the internet are funny, but like I said, it's not something we're used to seeing. The 49ers. Um, I'm not gonna make excuses for them, but um does people not realize that Jimmy Garoppolo spent the entire offseason in most of training camp with the expectations he was trading that he was gonna get traded, did not practice with the team? Yeah. He wasn't prepared to be the backup. He was prepared to be traded. He ended up signing a new deal. To, he ended up signing a restricted deal. To stay with the team one more year, and then he'll pack up and leave and go wherever he wants. He hasn't been practicing a whole lot. He's rusty. Do I think Jimmy G is better than Trey Lance right now? Yes, I still do. Trey Lance have more upside. Yes, both statements can be true, and those statements can be true, and and I believe that. This game is just just just, rust, just just Jimmy Garoppolo being rusty. In the first quarter, they scored a touchdown, and they didn't score again to the fourth quarter. That offense could not move the ball. Um, Jimmy G threw a pick. 
Um, Debo only ran the ball five times for six yards. He was mostly receiver this game. They have to find a way to get Debo more involved. Um, I think the uh, trust between Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan just isn't there right now. But hopefully that they can get it together because this is a Super Bowl caliber team before he knows. At least their defenses. If they want to make that next step, they're going to have to pick up the pace here. They're going to have to just do better. I know Elijah Mitchell's hurt. Jeff Wilson actually had a good game. Even though if you take away the 37-yard run, he really didn't do much. But but it was still decent enough. I I I have faith in both teams. I have faith in both teams to to pick it up in the second half. Um, it was a snooze fest, and um, and uh, and the only other thing I have to say is uh, Jimmy G pulled Dan Orlowski, and that's how um, and that's how that safety happened. If you're too young to know what that is, please Google the 2008 Detroit Lions. And um, you'll see a good game. You'll see a game on Lions against Vikings when um, when Dan Orlowski ran out into the back of the end zone and didn't even realize he did it for safety. At least Jimmy Garoppolo, he stepped, then threw it. It would have been a pick six. So if anything, that safety kind of bailed him out, but it was weird. The next game I want to talk about is the Chiefs against Colts. Um, the Chiefs suffered their first loss, and the Colts ended up winning 20 to 17. The Colts are now 1 1 and 1, and the Chiefs are now 2 and 1. Um, the reason why I want to mainly talk about this game is because, because the Chiefs' offense in the second half did a whole lot of nothing. And that is very surprising for this Chiefs offense. Um, and the the Colts defense isn't the best. I mean, they're good, but they were out Shaquille. They're out with they were Shaquille. Um, their linebacker Shaquille Leonard was out. So it was surprising that the, the Colts defense actually almost completely shut out the Chiefs' offense in the second half. They only scored three points. Um, I believe that I believe that there is something going on between Patty Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy, which is the reason why then that kind of stuff is kind of the reason why I don't see Bieniemy becoming a head coach in the league. Um, I think that um, I think that the I think that the Chiefs have got a the Chiefs got their first loss out the bag. I still see them as a Super Bowl. I see them in the Super Bowl, honestly. They're my AFC pick in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs, they can still do well. I do also believe that um, that Patrick Mahomes is missing Tyreek Hill. Um, when they need a big play, who are they going to go to? Juju isn't really... Juju's a slot guy. He's a slot intermediate guy. You're not really expecting to get big plays unless he's unless he's unless he breaks some tackles. Their deep threat is Valdez Scantling, but he has not done much at all. And they also have Nicole Nicole Hardman, who's another deep guy, but he has done absolutely nothing this year. 
Um, I really think Patrick Mahomes is missing is missing Tyreek Hill. Um, and Travis Kelsey can't do it all. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, seven yards for zero yards. I mean, he wasn't doing anything on the ground. They they need a new running back. They need a new running back. Um, I, I just don't like Clyde Edwards-Alaire. The defense did what they can do. Um, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, we've got a sack. Oh, they got a tackle for loss, actually, not a sack. And um, actually, Frank Clark did get a sack also. And um, I believe that um, in the in the and I believe that the Chiefs they gotta wake up too. I I think that the Chiefs should the Chiefs they need to be looking for a big time receiver in this offseason. They need a they need a reliable weapon for Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers does too. But and Aaron Rodgers does too. But that's another copy for another day. The Colts. Going back to the Colts, because I didn't really mention their offense. Um, Jonathan Taylor has been all right. Um, he hasn't really done much this year at all. Um, and just a couple days ago, I'm recording this on a Friday morning, he missed his first practice ever. He didn't miss a practice in high school, he didn't miss a practice in college. And up until, yes, and up until Wednesday, he didn't miss the NFL practice. Um, he apparently he's fine, but, um, but we gotta, they gotta really help out that team. The offensive line, the, uh, the offensive line is really showing that they're not as good of a unit as people think they are. Um, they weren't a good pass blocking team last year to begin with, and now their run blocking is not having some issues. I think that, um, I think that, um, they got, they got help out Jonathan Taylor get more holes. I do also know that they're stacking the box, but they, they got, we got to do some more up here. Frank Wright is coaching for his job right now. Um, I saw the, um, I saw the rankings. I saw the betting odds of who's going to be the first coach fired. And Frank Wright's third on their list. He's third on that list. Um, number one is... I gotta, I gotta look back at it. I gotta look back at it. But um, Ron Rivera is number two on that list. Number Ron Rivera is number two on that list, and Frank Rice number two, number three. Um, but but uh, the team has to do better. The team really has to do better because because the Colts they gotta start winning. Because you can't keep using the excuse. You can't keep making excuses anymore. You have to do something. And and um, if you don't, and if they, if you don't do anything, then you're gonna lose. You're, Frank Wright is going to be looking for a new job. Frank Wright is gonna be looking for a new job if they don't start winning games. And by the way, it was Matt Rule. Matt Rule was number one. Ron Rivera is number two. Frank Rice number three. Out of those three coaches, I see Matt Rule being uh, – actually, I don't see Matt Rule being fired because being fired in the during the year. I can see him being fired in the offseason, but I can't see him being fired during the year because I don't think Tepper is going to 
just do just ask him like that. Um, I also don't see Ron Rivera getting fired in the year either because I don't think Dan Snyder, well, not Dan, I don't think Tanya Snyder is going to do that. Um, so, so, so if we see anyone getting fired in the middle of the year, it's either going to be Frank Wright or, or we're going to have a, or you're just not going to see it at all, which is not like we see it a whole lot, but. And by the way, shout out to Mark, Michael Pittman. You're turning into a number one receiver. You're turning into a number one receiver. And shout out to you, my fantasy team. And um, in the last game we want to talk about is the Raiders and Titans. Um, for the Raiders and Titans, um, the reason why I mostly want to talk about this game is because one of these two teams, both of these teams were winless heading into the game. And only one of these two teams will still finish without a win. It turned out to be the Raiders. And that surprised me. And, and, and regardless of which team lost, I would have been surprised because both teams were playoff teams heading into the year. But now they but now they both started 0-2, and, and one of those was going to be 0-3. Um, congrats on the Titans for winning. Um, Derrick Henry. He's back. Oh, Henry. King Henry, you're back. 12 carries, 85 yards, and a touchdown. I probably could have had more if they ran the ball more. But they didn't. Um, and to be honest, they should be running the ball more times than they've thrown the ball. But there's uh, neither here nor there. Derek Henry also had five catches for 85 yards. Um, they got Derrick Henry going early and often, and they got a lead. And they didn't look back. The Titans did what they can do. Ryan Tannehill played efficient. He got sacked once. He, he did throw a pick, but he only got sacked once. Um, offensive line is really holding up. Is really holding up. The best thing for the Titans is to, just to run the ball, make that offense run for Derrick Henry, and then make sure that just Tannehill just doesn't mess up. Tannehill also the, the Tannehill misses AJ Brown. I'll admit to that also. But Robert Woods is but Robert Woods and um and um Robert Woods is turning into a good receiver. Burks only had one catch. He's a rookie. I'm not gonna put that on him. And um and I do think that the Titans they can use this win to propel them because because the season the season is young. For the AFC South, for the AFC South, those AFC South teams. So, so that division is wide open. If any one of those four teams can win it, to be honest, yes, even the Jaguars and Texans, mostly the Jaguars, not so much the Texans, but the division is wide open. For the Raiders, I was surprised, but then sometime before recording, I realized something. Josh McDaniels is not a good coach. Josh McDaniels is not a good NFL coach. He failed in Denver. He's failing again in Oakland. Sorry, in, in Las Vegas. He is not an NFL coach. I think they went backwards hiring Josh McDaniels. And, and that's sad because the Raiders are a good team. The Raiders are a good team. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Josh Jacobs is decent enough. He's a starter in the league as a running back. 
They have Devontae Adams, they have Darren Waller. <laughs> oh, bless me. Huh. Oh, okay. They have good receivers. And they have Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. They have a defense. Chandler Jones isn't doing much. But um, but Max Crosby is still doing pretty well. And it's upsetting that it's, they, it's just they they're just not doing well. I think I I don't know if this team can turn it around because the West is strong. The Chargers got smacked, but they're still a good team. And Denver and Denver and Kansas City, they're they're two and one for a reason. I don't know if the Raiders can turn it around. I hope they can because they were a playoff team, but it's gonna take a while. All right, some and then some. Um, all right, so those are the games that I wanted to recap. Um, those are the games I wanted to recap. Um, some of the um, other games I'm gonna quickly go just go through. Browns beat the Steelers 29-17. Eagles beat Commanders 34-8. Bears beat Texans 23-20. And a game-winning field goal, by the way. Dolphins beat Bills 21-19. Vikings beat Lions 28-24. Game-winning touchdown pass. Bengals beat the Jets 27-12. Panthers beat the Saints 22-14. Jaguars beat the Chargers 38-10. Rams beat the Cardinals 2012. Falcons beat the Seahawks 27-23. Packers beat the Bucks 14-12. Cowboys beat the Giants 23-16. Now, two Pacific quarterbacks got is, is hurt, and I want to specifically talk about them. One happened last the week during the week two games, and the other one happened more recently. Um, Justin Herbert has has a chest injury. He played. He did not look good at all. Um, and um, he wanted to continue playing. And his coach left him. And you can argue that he should have stopped playing, and I'm going to argue that too. You have to do what you need to do to protect your young quarterback. Justin Herbert should not be playing if you guys are down. Justin Herbert should, shouldn't be playing if there's pain. But I get that. I get that is a winning business, and, can, and if you can play, you're gonna play. I personally believe that Justin Herbert should sit out some games just to recover from that injury because he just did not look good. Hopefully, he gets better, but he needs to sit out. And another injury I want to talk about. It happened during last week's game, and it happened in. It happened again in yesterday's game. And I'm glad I waited till today to record. It's Tua. Tua got hit in the head. Tua got knocked down. He was walking towards the sideline and he collapsed. Got back up. He looked like a concussion. It looked like a concussion. I don't know how after halftime he came back in the game saying, well, it's a back injury. You want to argue it's a back injury? Sure, fine. I don't care. And then, and then Tua and the Dolphins ended up playing in a 95-degree weather, close game against the Bills. They won close. 
three days later, having to travel to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Two of them practice all week. Starts today's game, they they activated their third string quarterback just in case he gets hurt. Sometime near the end of the second half, second second quarter, he gets thrown down to the ground, and his fingers are having a nerve. Re- and he, had, he was having a nerve reaction to his fingers. He got sent straight to the hospital. He suffered a concussion again. I do not believe that it was just a back injury. He got a concussion. It's really, it's the stuff like this that makes people scared to play football and it makes people scared and it makes me scared to watch the sport I love. It is ridiculous how we are not, how teams aren't doing more to protect players. These are long-term impacts. CTE is a real thing. Tua should not have been playing. I hope you're okay. I pray for you and your family. He he should not have been playing. The NFL Player Association is really looking into this and might might actually sue if they see that they did not follow the concussion protocols, and I hope they do. And another thing with Tua, don't forget that during the offseason, the Dolphins try to get Brady. The Dolphins try to get Deshaun Watson. They were looking to replace Tua. Tua ended up becoming the starting quarterback because they struck, they just struck out. I feel really bad for Tua because he is fighting for his job. He is fighting for his job. Just to just for that to happen. Teddy Bridgewater is a good back quarterback. I don't see the Dolphins falling off a whole lot, but but seeing that happen in real time, it's just sad to see. It's sad to see. All right. Week four game, I decided to see other than Commanders, Cowboys, quote unquote, I decided to see the uh, Commanders get about to kick by the Cowboys. But um, the game I'm most excited to see, um, it, I mean, we have a Super Bowl rematch, the Chiefs-Bucks in Tampa, too. And they and as of yesterday, they said they're playing, which I pray for everybody in, um, in Florida surviving the hurricane right now. That's the game I'm excited to see. Um, another game I'm excited to see is the Ravens and Bills. Um, I think that um, I think this is going to be offense, 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 no defense. Um, I fully believe that I fully believe that Lamar is out on the mission. Josh Allen is the leader in and as favorite for the MVP. And after a loss, they're going to be looking to come back and try. Offense, offense, offense. I actually wish I was going to go. I wish I actually wish I was going to this game because I would go. I would go. Um, this game is gonna be electric. And um, and I'm not doing predictions, by the way, because I was so off last week. That that's another game I'm excited to see. Um, I'm also excited to see the Jaguars Eagles. Um, Doug Peterson is coming back to Philly. It's a statue outside of his um, outside of their stadium. A statue of him and Nick Foles outside of their stadium. Um, 
I'm most excited to see how the reaction will be, how the fanfare will be. Will they boo Doug? Will they boo Doug or will they cheer him? I think they should cheer him. We don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Viking Saints, they're in London. They're in London. So, so um, and the London games are always an exciting game. Um, as of earlier today, I found out uh, that I found out that um, James Winston isn't playing. And Michael Thomas isn't playing. Um, I think the Vikings can steamroll the Saints if they try hard enough. But um, but we'll see about that. But I can't say no to. But I can't not be excited to watch the um, to watch the um, the London games. And those are really the games I'm excited to see. And I said I wouldn't make picks. I will make a pick. I'm going to lock this as an upset pick. This is a team that I think will surprise people and upset and, uh, and, and pull an upset. And, and I know I say I don't know if the Raiders can come back. I think the Raiders can beat the Broncos. The Raiders are at home. The Raiders are at home. The Broncos can't find their um, if the if the Broncos cannot find their offensive identity. I can see the Raiders beating them. Uh, the Raiders got to win a game at some point. I can't see them. I can't see them just consistently going without winning a game. Uh, the Texans are also the winless team. Is also is also another winless team, but um, they have a tie, so that's why I didn't include them. But um, I can see the Raiders winning to make the only team without a win, the Texans, because I don't see them beating the Chiefs. I don't see them beating the Chargers. Yeah, so I have the Raiders beating the Broncos. I have the Raiders beating the Broncos. So that's it for me with um, this episode of the Sprint Vision Podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Um, it'll be me again for for week four recaps and week five talks. Um I have I have some stuff I want to talk about next week that um I can't wait to get into. And yeah. So um have a good day and hopefully your favorite football team wins this week. <laughs>